Blog Talk Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Movie Attic Headquarters with your host, Betty Jo Tucker, author of Confessions of a Movie Attic, right here at www.blogtalkradio.com. Hi, all you movie fans out there. This is Betty Jo Tucker thanking you for tuning in to Movie Addict Headquarters. You don't have to be a movie addict to visit here, of course. But if you are one, it's definitely the place for you, especially today, because two of our favorite film critics are here to talk about Annette Bening's films and performances. You know, folks, Annette is no stranger to awards. She's earned Oscar nominations for her brilliant work in American Beauty, Being Julia, The Grifters, and The Kids Are All Right. She also received a Tony Award nomination for Coastal Disturbances and two Golden Globes, one for Being Julia and the other for The Kids Are All Right, plus numerous other accolades by various critic groups and film organizations. This year, Annette was honored with another Golden Globe nomination, and with a Career Achievement Award at the Palm Springs Film Festival. And her new film, 20th Century Women, is generating Oscar buzz. I'm wondering if she'll receive another nomination or perhaps even take home the little golden guy this year. Well, we won't know about that until the announcements come out on uh, January 24th. And then the final Oscars, I believe, are uh, the last Sunday in uh, February. But among Annette's other popular films are The American President, Bugsy, Regarding Henry, Mars Attacks, Love Affair, What Planet Are You From?, Valmont, Open Range, The Siege, Danny Collins, and The Face of Love. And she has two other films scheduled for 2017, The Seagull, and Film Stars Don't Die in Liverpool, in which she plays the late Gloria Graham. Now, regarding our guests, I already mentioned that Diana and James are two of our favorites, so we're very happy they're with us again. Diana is the founder of Classic Movie Guide and Review Express and also serves as entertainment editor of the San Diego East County Gazette. James has written a history of Hollywood studios and contributed film commentary to various sites, including Classic Movie Guide, Review Express, and he's putting most of his reviews up on Facebook. And don't miss them, dear listeners. Go over to James Colt Harrison's Facebook page and read his wonderful reviews. Well, let's bring on our film critics right now, and let's... Go with ladies first, as usual. Diana, thanks for agreeing to talk about Annette Benning with us today. Good morning, Betty Joe, and thank you for having me. We always love to talk about movies and actors. Yeah, we do. I think uh, uh, the three of us, that's, uh, that's what we, we prefer to talk about all the time. And uh, I'm so glad that we could get together. And we're always happy when you can join us. And the same goes for James Colt Harrison. 
James, welcome back to Movie Addict Headquarters. Well, thank you, Betty Jo. Uh, I don't know why you have me on. I have no idea who Annette Benning is. Who is she? <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe we maybe we'll find out who she is <laughs> during today's <laughs> program. Now, I know that you know who Annette Benning is because you and Diana and I, uh, you know, we're all members of the San Diego Film Critics Society. And back in 1999, I think the three of us uh, voted, along with our uh, fellow members, uh, a Oscar for Best Actress of the Year to Annette Benning for what was the movie, James? Now, does that jog your memory? Oh, uh, in, in 1999, American Beauty. Uh-huh. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So now, now you know who we're talking about. Oh, I haven't a clue. That and it, Benning. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I've given you permission to make make stuff up as, up as long as it's interesting. So <laughs> we'll, we'll go on with the show. Danger is made up. What was Diana? What was the first time you saw? Annette Benning in a movie, and, and what was your reaction? I don't remember the first time. I think at that, and in the, in the, when she was beginning um, her career, you know, in the early 90s, I was so excited to be a film critic that I just kind of dashed through a bunch of stuff, and I don't remember it. <laughs> What is the first? What? (laughs) Well, I saw saw American. I saw the Grifters. um, Yes, that was 1990, and um, I liked that. It was it was sexy, very fast paced, and a good drama. And she actually won the um, best supporting actor for that. Um, So that was an interesting film. Yeah, was it a nomination? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. So um, I, there was that one, and then um, the same year she did Postcards from the Edge, and um, I liked that too. It was a little different, not kind of what you kind of thought it would be, but um, interesting, and it was a great ensemble. I mean, it had Carrie Fisher, Meryl Streep, Shirley MacLaine, great cast. Um, so at that one, they were kind of all on the same level, and she kind of just, I think, figured in. I don't think one or more of them kind of led that that film but together they were all great it was an interesting uh movie i i didn't i don't think that annette was in it for very long i think she had that famous line about her uh, uh not it not endorphins <laughs> that she she said in that in that particular movie yeah i'm i'm with you uh, the first movie that i saw annette in was the grifters and um, I thought that sh- that uh, everybody in that movie, Angelica Houston and Jack, uh, um, no, Cusack, John Cusack and Annette, I mean, they were really, really into their roles. And I, I thought that they all did uh, a beautiful job. But I, but the, my inner church lady was kind of shocked at the nude scene that Annette did in that movie. And I <laughs> couldn't. Couldn't help knowing her parents. I couldn't help wondering. I wonder what they thought. 
about that. But she did get a nomination. She got lots of critical acclaim for the for her acting in in the Grifters, and I think that that she's you know just gone. Um, but that that stood her in good stead. That that particular uh, particular movie. So now, James, do you remember? Um, when you saw the Annette Bening that we were talking about, the first time you saw her in a movie? Oh, gosh, let's see. The first time I saw her in a movie, I think I was in grade school, uh, <laughs> 1989, <clears throat> Valmont, in Valmont. I remember seeing the movie, but I don't particularly remember her big part in it. But uh, then the grifters made an impression on me because it's so good. That was in, what, 1990. And she was so good in that, and that's when people started talking about her because she was new to movies. She had only made a couple of movies, and nobody really knew who she was until the grifters, and then they started sitting up and taking notice of her. So she was really great. And I think Diana didn't remember most of the events because she was drunk most of the time. (laughs) She was what? She couldn't remember. (laughs) She was drunk most of the time. She was just she was just a young film critic, you know, learning the ropes. <laughs> right. Yeah. And everything Actually, was kind she of a, drink. I probably wanted to I be drunk. Drink. <laughs> <laughs> some of the time. Some of the time. Yeah. Well, I I have to admit, uh, full disclosure here, that I'm uh, very biased where Annette Benning is concerned because I had uh, the experience of uh, first meeting her when she came to Mesa College to do a drama workshop for the the uh, students, the drama students there. And at that time, I was serving as the Dean of Humanities, so I was the one that contacted her to come to do the workshop. And also, I was able to sit in on the workshop, and I just couldn't believe how commanding her presence was on the stage. It was she was up on the stage and, and how she would answer the questions that the students would ask. And I absolutely was uh under her spell because she she was uh, her voice just really really gets to you. It's one of the most beautiful speaking voices and she knows so much about acting and she's so enthused about it. And so since that very day I've been uh, quite a fan of Annette Bennings, and of course her folks, uh, Grant Benning and Shirley Benning, were at the at the workshop, and I ha- happened to meet them there, and uh, we've stayed in touch uh, all these years. <laughs> so I'm I'm really uh, I think I've seen most of Annette's uh, movies and and probably reviewed most of them. So I have to admit that I'm not very objective where she's concerned. I think she's she's really one of our greatest working actors today. But uh, she's made over 31, I think 31 films and a number of TV shows, and she's done a lot of theater. But which um, Annette Benning films are your favorites and, and why, Diana? Well, quirky things. Um, one of my favorites of course. is Rudy, Rudy Sparks. <laughs> I don't know why, but that was a weird film, but I really liked it, and I think mostly because of Paul Dano. Um, he was a character who was infatuated with this girl, and um, she always did funny things, and um, 
he um, takes her to meet his his mother, who's Gertrude, and she's portrayed by Annette Bening. And um, it was it was really a just very strange movie, and they all really made it um, funny and kind of playful, and um, so I liked that one a lot. Um, now you hit one that I didn't that I haven't seen. I'll have to put that on my list to see Ruby Sparks. Uh-huh. So maybe some of our listeners haven't heard about it either. It didn't get a wide release, I think. Ruby Sparks, S P A R K S. Right. Yeah. And any of um, the others? Like I said, I liked the Grifters. Um I liked American Beauty and you know this, but we had the most funniest experience with that because her parents had come to our screening to see it. Do you remember that? Who came to who came to, to the screening? Now you're going to have to remind me what happened. <laughs> Annette's parents came to the screening of American Beauty. Yeah, and, yeah, I remember. And, uh, oh, that's. And, I think and, I think I Larry and I brought them. <laughs> yes, you did. <laughs> yeah, you and did. Actually, you introduced us to them. And there was a scene where she's in this bed and sticking her leg up in the air, and it's just really provocative, and her dad got up and left the theater. <laughs> I remember, yes. Okay. So there. <laughs> but she was great in it, really. She was. <laughs> Couldn't deny and that. that is mem- yeah. No, you can't deny that. So you like Ruby Sparks and, and American Beauty. Any others? Um, gosh, there's so many. I don't remember that I saw them. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's I let's go to to. Go ahead. I didn't get to see rules don't apply. Should no, I haven't seen that one either. Yeah. Um, well, that sort of came and went. Yeah. The Seagull, um, I think I like that. I can't quite remember a lot about that. Which one was that, Diana? The Seagull. Oh, that's the one that's coming out. Never mind. Yeah. No, <laughs> no you I don't remember it. That one yet. <laughs> that's why you don't remember it. That's it. <laughs> we are going, I know, I know I'm going to like it. <laughs> because I like all of her, like all of her movies. No, I have to admit I was I didn't like American Beauty the movie, but I liked the performances that Annette and Kevin Spacey gave. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure I'm I voted you know for that for that award. But well, how about you, James? Which uh, Annette Bening performances are uh, your favorites? Well, I I did like American Beauty because I thought uh, both she and uh, Kevin Spacey were brilliant in it. Uh, uh, sort of an exercise in acting, and everybody who is interested in the theater and in acting should see that movie to see these two wonderful, wonderful actors. But another film I liked because it was so awful was Love Affair in 1994. And that was a remake of Affair to Remember that Cary Grant and Deborah Carr were in, which was such a great hit and such a wonderful, nostalgic movie. But when they remade it, it was horrible. And Catherine, poor old doddering Catherine Hepburn was in it, and she made a fool of herself because she couldn't act anymore. And I don't know what happened to it, but it was just a bad movie. But I liked it. 
it's you know what can you say? And then I like same here. Um, yeah, I liked the women. That was another movie in which she, uh, Annette Bening, was nominated as the worst actress of the year. <laughs> another accolade that she got from somebody, but. Uh, that was a remake of the old MGM film. Uh, but yes. one of her good movies was was The Kids Are All Right, and she was nominated for an Oscar for that one, 2010. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she was good in that. And um, Danny Collins, uh, I think that was one of your favorite movies. Yeah. Uh, Betty Jo, you liked yeah. that one. Yeah. I really did like and of course, that one. Yeah, her new movie coming out, which we've seen, is 20th Century Women, and uh, uh, I've written a review of it, which will be up uh, this Friday, I think it's coming out. I'm not sure. They've been changing the date, but it's a very good movie with Greta Gerwig and Elle Fanning and a new young boy who plays her son. I don't remember his name. Do you, Diana? Do you remember the boy's name? He's excellent in the movie. But. Lucas Jade Zuman, Z-U-M-A-N-N. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he's very good in it. He's just a teenager, but he, you know, he's quite good. But Annette Benning is sort of really frumpy looking in this movie, and her hair is, she looks like she combed it with an egg beater, and she wears these horrible house dresses and she I mean she, it's not like her at all she's a very chic looking woman in person and and she's beautiful but in this movie she looks absolutely hideous which is what the part is so she she does it very well uh, yes and she doesn't care like about those about those no, kinds of things <laughs> I, I'm so glad you mentioned 20th century women because I wrote a poem about it would you like to hear it yeah. Oh, yes. So by, even in spite of no popular demand, <laughs> I'm going to read it. <laughs> you got a, a full single house mom. <laughs> yeah, I go and I'm going to do it. It's my show, so I can have it's poems. It's your show, baby. That's right. I can do it. Okay. <laughs> a single mom and her young son are very close, but he's not done with growing up, so Here's Mom's plan. She will get some help if she can. A father figure might be great. Still, that thought seems way, way too late. Two younger gals try in their style, spending time with the son a while. But will this work and help the boy? Could they share too much or be coy? Annette Benning is at her best as mother hand in this snug nest. The younger women are portrayed by actresses who don't evade, reaching down deep to make us feel their characters are very real. Al Fanning and Greta Gerwig earn kudos for doing this gig. Lucas Jade Zuman, as the son, gets a cheer for acting he's done. And Billy Crudup steals his scenes, a handyman for stairs and things. Helping out is an easy plot. I like this movie quite a lot. That's a, that's a great one. Yay! Yay! That's, now you don't have to write a review. That's it. Well, I put it in the review. I put it in the oh. review. I did like it. I did like it. That. Well, well, yeah. you've got quite a few, quite a few movies here. American Beauty, Love Affair. I kind of felt the same way you did uh, about it, but I did enjoy it. And I the women, too. I liked that. I I did not. Um, 
I wasn't too much uh, entertained. The kids kids are all right. Loved Danny Collins. I think the chemistry between uh, Annette Benning and Al Pacino was just delightful. And then uh, 20th Century uh, Women, I, I did like too. But so it was really hard for me to pick my favorite and and at Benning movies because I liked so many many of them. But I did uh, come up with uh, with three that are two two of them. I don't think very many people have seen. But um, this one, uh, she did get nominated uh, for an Oscar in being Julia, which was back in 2004. She, uh, when she, when Annette came to uh, Mesa to do the drama workshop, she told all the students, she said, my goal is to become an old woman playing all sorts of character parts. And <laughs> after seeing uh, Annette's scintillating performance in being Julia, that convinced me that she'll be around to play any role she wants for a long time to come. She has, as I mentioned, this this love for acting, and her successful live theater uh, experience. Well, she puts all this into the part of a British actress who commanded the London stage back in the 1930s, and this is kind of a movie that has a sort of uh, all about Eve theme, because uh, there's a young blonde who comes into the picture and uh, plays kind of the Ann Baxter part. She's trying to uh, to take over uh, Annette Benning's character's role as, you know, the big, big lady, the grand dame of the stage. And uh, But she's also uh, going after her uh, producer husband, played by Jeremy Irons, and he was really great in that. And so... Um, Julia has to figure out the revenge that she can take on the on the, on this young whippersnapper that's trying to take over, and she really does does do this part with well glorious aplomb. That's that's what I call it, and the whole movie succeeds in keeping us guessing about what form Julia's revenge will take. And then, but we're eagerly anticipating it because Annette gets so into the into the role and just kind of draws us in. And then, this one, I I don't think that that it got very much critical acclaim, and it's really uh, a very strange movie. It was uh, released in 2000, and it's called What Planet Are You From? And Annette starred with Gary uh, Shandling, who played an alien who was sent to our planet to impregnate a woman. And so that would be the first step towards, you know, taking over the the Earth. And I couldn't believe how great Gary Shandling and Aunt Benning were together. And when I interviewed her about this movie, she mentioned that that, uh, Gary Shandling was a, a dear friend of hers, and she had so much fun working with him. And uh, if people who like Annette Benning don't uh, know about this movie, uh, I, I'll say it again. What planet are you from? It's it's really uh, oh, it's just it's, it's kooky funny, but it's it's just uh, so much uh, fun and fun to uh, to see. I, and speaking of uh, Annette Benning's comedy talent, I um, 
I, I really think she has a delightful flair for comedy. I know she's a very serious actress, and she really gets into her roles. But I like her comic movies. I, I just like Mars Attacks. I think that she was just great as a little kind of flower, little flower child, you know, that was just uh, enjoying everything that was going on in spite of all the ridiculous things that were happening in in that movie. But when I was asking her mother about uh, about Annette's comic ability, she said, "Oh my gosh," she said, "Annette kept us in stitches as a child. She was just such a great mimic." So this. Uh, Desire to Perform started early on, I guess, in, in its life. And then the third one that I, I really picked as my favorite is The Face of Love that came out in two thir- uh, 2013. And this is definitely a serious movie, and it has to do with grief over the death of a, of a spouse. And in this one, it's a romantic drama, but um, Ed Harris and Annette Bening are the co-stars, and they explore the depths of that feeling, and it's and also there's a little bit of vertigo, my favorite Alfred Hitchcock thriller in this movie. But Benning delivers a heartbreaking performance here. She she plays a widow who meets her husband's doppelganger about five years after his passing, and uh, Ed Harris excels in this in this role. And uh, the movie's uh, suspense surrounding what happens between these two walking wounded it, it's just it's almost too much to bear it but it's just exquisite it was a wonderful movie so have either one of you seen the face of love or what planet are you from no but robin williams was in <laughs> face of love wasn't he yes he was robin williams was in that he was a very uh helpful neighbor and uh he 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 did a, a very excellent uh, supporting actor role. Well, did you see being being Julia? I think so. <laughs> I'm not much help. <laughs> it kind of kind of still um, young. You were come still to mind as you were talking about it. <laughs> yeah, and, and you were still a, a young critic in 2004, <laughs> still getting your getting your feet wet. <laughs> so yep. being yep. Julia just came just came and went. <laughs> so, but anyway, those are my favorites. But but I like so many of them. I I I have the um, and then 20th Century Women I did like. I I also um, enjoyed Bugsy. I I just oh, yeah. thought Bugsy Bugsy was really really good and the a funny thing about that when um when Annette was at, at Mesa doing the workshop that was at the same time that there that the Bugsy was being filmed uh close by wow. and uh, when anyone would ask her about uh working with Warren Beatty she was very careful about what what she answered and I sat there and I thought, I think there's something going on with those two. <laughs> and then, pretty soon. Guess <laughs> what? They were married and she was, she was married. And, yeah. So that wasn't a surprise. That definitely was not a surprise to me. Well, yeah, I, read a little, what, I read a little piece about that where, um, you know, she just went into it thinking it's a movie, right? And But he, yes. when he heard about her, he, he said... Um, he asked her to go for a short walk, and they went back to 
his office, and then Barry Levinson, the director, said, what do you think? And he said, I love her, and I'm going to marry her. I was the love at first sight. <laughs> wow, I hadn't heard that. Oh, yes. my gosh. <laughs> and they, well, they're, they're, still, they're still together, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she must it be was, something special pretty- because... Yeah, he he dated so many beautiful women in Hollywood, and uh, Annette seemed to be the best one of all, so she nabbed him. (laughs) Yes, and they really, and then they've they've had four children together, and um, then appeared in Love Love Affair together, and I think she was in Rules Don't Apply. I haven't seen that yet, which is Warren Beatty, I guess, as Howard, Howard Hughes. But the thing about Annette, and I was going to ask, why why you think Annette gets so many choice roles because she really has been playing so many diverse characters and my feeling on this is that she's very uh she's not afraid of aging on screen that's one thing and she's not afraid to take unsympathetic roles and she feels uh, so uh, self confident and she 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 doesn't she you don't see you know her being in the movie every year that kind of thing she takes time off to go and do theater and live performances and um, I think it's it's due to uh, the fact that she was always supported by um, by her parents her mother and father were always supportive of her you know wanting to, to go into acting and. Uh, they're very loving and very supportive of what she does, so so that helps a lot. But what do you think is the reason, uh, James, that she gets all these various roles? Well, I think we have to look again at the greatest screen actor of all time, and that was Betty Davis. Betty Davis also was a very confident and strong woman, probably one of the first liberated women uh women uh in uh, the United States and in films but she never cared what she looked like on screen she wanted to be the character and she was not a glamour puss and i think Annette Benning is is the same she is a beautiful woman naturally but she doesn't care how she looks on screen because she's playing the character who might be a frump or you know an old drunk or something so uh, she's confident in her acting ability, and and as it's you know she is great on screen. She's a great actress, so that's why we see her in such diverse parts because she'll play yes. anything. She'll play well, anything, for, like you say, from comedy to drama. Well said. Yes, I I think she she uh, you know did mention that she wants to be playing older characters she she takes she looks at the actresses that are older than her and she says to herself I want to be them so that she's just around yeah. you know to play the, all of these parts you know she idolizes Helen Mirren you know who's done that oh, yeah. and so she knows where what she wants to do and where she wants to go um, do you agree with us Diana oh absolutely and um she is like a chameleon, you know, and, and when I first first started watching the first part of 20th Century Women, because I try not to find out anything about a film before I see it, so I didn't know mm-hmm. who was in it or what it was about, and I'm watching this lady with her son, and I, I'm thinking, who is that? Who is that? <laughs> it took me about 10 minutes to go, 
Oh my God, it's Annette Benning. <laughs> <laughs> so well, that's, that, that's just, quite um, a tribute to her, yeah. <laughs> it's part of her talent that you know she can just uh, you know jump in one bubble and become the the inside of it, and just just amazing. She's an amazing actress. I I agree on that. I I also think that her her beautiful modulated speaking voice is really uh, a plus for her too. Mm-hmm. At the oh. Golden Globes, I thought, well, well, when Annette walked up to to give out an award, I mean, she the confidence that she was oozing as she walked up, and then the, the uh, clear way that she gave the, you know the little speech <laughs> was just. I mean, uh, just the shows that all the things that that we're saying about her are true, and she looked great. She really did look beautiful. It was hard to imagine that she was the lead character in uh, 20th Century Women. So I think you're right about that, uh, James. Well, who do you think has been Annette's best leading man? She's worked with Harrison Ford, and uh, she's she's worked worked with uh, with her husband, and and. My goodness, you just name names and, and and Al Pacino of all people. I mean, she, there's a long list of leading leading men. Who do you think she, has been the one with the most rapport with her, James? I well, I I think it was Kevin Spacey because they were so terrific in uh, American Beauty. Uh, they were terrific together, and uh, I I did like her with uh, w- with uh, Warren Beatty though in Bugsy. I thought they were good together. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Those are the, the two spark that was I, there. I like. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. So those those good, are the only two choice. I would say. Yeah. Yeah. How about you, Diana? Well. <clears throat> The only one I could think of is Warren Beatty. I don't know how many, if she made any more movies with him or not. Do you know? Right, yeah, she just made Rules Don't Apply. Okay. Yeah. She she uh, was well, very good with love, the love affair. But, but I, I think it's, you know, part of her presence that um, kind of draws some of the male actors to want to be in a movie with her. So that's a big plus for her, too. I liked her with uh, Billy Crudup. I liked the scenes between her and Billy Crudup in 20th Century Women. And she had lots of chemistry with Gary Shandling and with uh, Al Pacino. But I think her best chemistry was with... uh, with her husband in uh, in Bugsy, I think that just you know just came uh, kind of you know sparks blew. <laughs> it was really yeah very uh, <laughs> very apparent. Well, do you think that Annette will will earn another Oscar nomination this time for 20th Century Women, James? I think so. There's been an awful lot of talk about it, and uh, it it would be deserving. Uh, she's done a marvelous job in that movie. And uh, I think she's probably one of the top contenders. I I would be disappointed if she isn't nominated, but you never know what the Academy is going to do. Sometimes they go out and left field and nominate somebody you've never heard of. So (laughs) it could be anybody. Right. Right. And 
and she didn't get a nomination uh, from the Screen Actors Guild, and I, I don't think. So that kind of worried me. Um, do you think she she will yeah. get a, a nomination, uh, Diana? I think it's kind of doubtful. Um, you know, we know <clears throat> us insiders <laughs> know that yeah. there's a lot of politics involved in in these big things too. Not like the old days when it actually went strictly for talent. Um, mm-hmm. So I don't know. I mean, I I agree she should probably be, but I'm not sure. Well, it's it's hard to tell. There are so many wonderful performances too this year, and um, Natalie and, and Portman. And like Jim I think, said, the other girls in that movie were really good too. You know, Elle and right. Greta Gerwig right. and Greta Gerwig yeah, might get their supporting. Might get the supporting nomination. Yeah, they would be in the supporting supporting category. Right. Well, everybody in that movie did a great job. Time now for a brief message from one of our loyal listeners, and then we'll come back and ask you, Diana and James, if you have any anecdotes about Annette that you'd like to share with us. Hi, comedian Nancy Lombardo here, host of Comedy Concepts Blog Talk Radio. And when I need my movie fix, you'll know where I'll be found. That's right, every Tuesday at 4 p.m., listening to Betty Joe Tucker on Movie Attic Headquarters Blog Talk Radio. Show me the funny, Betty, show me the funny! <laughs> Thanks, Nancy, for that fun promo. Well, we're back live now talking with Annette Benning, talking about Annette Benning with <laughs> Diana Sanger and James Colt Harrison. Maybe one of these days we'll also be talking with Annette Benning. I'm working on that. Are there any anecdotes about Annette that you'd like to share, Diana? No, the only thing I had said to sound was, you know, the, the thing about when they first, her and um, Warren first got together and, what comments that he had said about her, and um, would have been interesting to know at that moment what she thought of him, because you know she went into the relationship knowing that he was, you know, such a philanderer, but apparently, um, <laughs> apparently it was made to be. It was fate, yeah, definitely fate. How about you, James? Anything else that we haven't mentioned about Annette uh, that you'd like to share? Well, yeah, I I think uh, some of our listeners who aren't from California wouldn't know that uh, she attended Patrick Henry High School when she was in San Diego, and she uh, did a a little bit of work at the San Diego Repertory Theater Company, which is located in downtown San Diego, and that's, I suppose, when she was going to Mesa College studying acting, and she... She did a little bit of work down at the San Diego Rep. So those are little few things you might not know about her. Well, she was, um, uh, I I thought it was kind of charming um, when I found out that uh, she was eight years old when uh, her folks took her to the uh, Old Globe for a uh, Shakespeare play. And she was just spellbound. And that's when she, at eight eight years old, that's when she got eight. interested. <laughs> yes, <Wow>. yes, <laughs> it was Shakespeare. 
and she, and she's she told the the students when she was the, at Mesa doing the workshop, she told them that she'd someday like to play Hamlet, and she she reminded <laughs> me that Judith Anderson at one time had played Hamlet and you know done it very oh, very well. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So maybe wow. we'll see uh, one of these days a movie with uh, uh, with her <laughs> playing the role of Hamlet. Of Hamlet. That, that of Hamlet. That's right. That, that's right. Yeah, that wow. would be different, well, wouldn't it? Well, my gosh, look at the time. We don't have very many minutes left, and so I'm so sorry that our time is almost up because it just goes by so fast when when you two are with us. So thank you, Diana and James, for being such terrific guests again today. And thanks to the folks at Blog Talk Radio for their support, as well as to our listeners. We really appreciate them. And uh, to Nikki Starr, couldn't be here today, but uh, uh, she always uh, does so much to, uh, to help our show. Thanks also to Nancy Lombardo, George Bettinger, Angela Drake Perry, and the Wacko Network hosts for their enthusiastic support for our show on their wonderful radio shows. Nancy is the hilarious host of Comedy Concepts right here on BTR every Monday and Friday morning at 10.30 Eastern Time. George hosts the very entertaining Mom and Pop Shop show on TuneIn Radio from Miramar, Florida, every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time. The Wacko Network offers something for everyone in its diverse programs now, airing every day on Mixler, that's M-I-X-L-R. And Angela is a popular new host at Fallen Angel Productions. And I should mention that George Bettinger and Nancy Lombardo are um, uh, are in the film that's being uh, made uh, or based on it had to be us, the romantic memoir that my husband and I wrote under the pen names of Harry and Elizabeth uh, Lawrence, and uh, I hear that they're ha- they had a great time on on the set. Please come back next time, folks, for another spirited discussion about movies, and in the meantime, don't forget to check out our film reviews at realtalkreviews.com. That's R-E-E-L, realtalkreviews.com. Also, if you haven't ordered my new book, Cinema Stanzas, Rhyming About Movies. You can purchase this Kindle ebook for only $3.99 on Amazon.com. Thanks to all of you who have purchased the book already and commented on it. I really appreciate it. That's all for now, folks. Let's close the show with my favorite rendition of Hooray for Hollywood! <laughs>